the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starnes Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. All right. Hello, everybody. We're still alive. We're still on the air. And Memphis has not burned to the ground. Contrary to what you might be hearing, um on the national media hello everybody by the way thank you to our our good friend jeff stein uh, filled in yesterday and and i should explain what was going on yesterday it's just been sort of crazy around um around here in memphis but um for some reason uh, yours truly was elected to the board of directors of the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and we had a big major meeting yesterday. So uh, anyway, proud to represent uh, the broadcasters uh, here in the great state of Tennessee, but I was really anxious to get back behind the big, beautiful, huge microphone uh, that we use uh, here uh, in our bunker in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. So um, as you now know, and we've been preparing, I think we are the only radio station in all of America, the talk show in all of America, that's actually been preparing you for what was about to happen today with this video footage from a um, a horrible, horrible story involving five poli- Memphis police officers and a man who was stopped in a um, in some sort of a traffic incident. And we don't have a lot of information about that, but today they're going to be releasing the video. And I want to talk about this because right now at this very moment, I was, um, I was uh, told that at this moment, Inside the beautiful Peabody Hotel, and if you've been inside the Peabody, is the Grand Hotel of the South. They have the ducks that come down. They march down, and the ducks frolic about in the uh, the beautiful marble uh, fountain. And at this moment, the Peabody is filled with national and international journalists. And these journalists are sitting there drinking our Tennessee sipping whiskey. They're over there eating our barbecue, flirting with our women, hoping beyond hope that our city burns down. And I'm sick and tired of it. I'm actually disgusted by what the national media is doing because they are literally trying to gin up a race war and riots in Memphis, Tennessee. And unfortunately, because they have mishandled this story, now every major city in America is bracing for violence. I even heard that the folks in Wichita, Kansas, are getting ready, just in case. It's that bad out there. And something is going on. We don't have all, we don't have all of the puzzle pieces just yet, but it seems to me that 
there are forces at work that are hoping something terrible happens in the city tonight. Now, I want to explain what's going on, because many of you are under some sort of a state of emergency. Your local law enforcement, they've been notified, get ready for violence. There's concerns that Antifa may be burning down cities tonight. It's going to get ugly in America. But it doesn't have to get ugly in America. Somebody wants it to be ugly in America. And I want to set the record straight for Memphis. Make no mistake about it. We got our problems. But to, but but when it comes to the protest, we're a pretty peaceful bunch. Yeah, they'll they'll break the law by uh, blocking the Mississippi River Bridge. Yeah, that that's going to happen. But, and, and people ought to be charged with that because that's against the law. But by and large, Memphis doesn't burn stuff down. And the reason why is there's not a lot to burn down here. All right, we are we're an oppressed city. We've been under the rule of Democrats for well over 50 years. It's terrible. Our city council, progressives, all of them. It's a mess out there. And yeah, you're, it, there's a better chance of Antifa getting carjacked or shot on Interstate 240 than I think there is of riots in the streets of Memphis. Now, I may be wrong here, but I don't think that there are going to be riots here in Memphis. I can't speak for all of you other folks out there. And we have a lot of a lot of Memphis listeners on radio station KWAM, and we're inviting all of you to call in uh, and, and talk about this story because this is going to get ugly. And the Democrats, and we know this, the Democrats, they love to use things like this to advance some sort of a racial agenda. Now, there was a black Baptist pastor at Obsidian Baptist Church in Memphis, and he was getting up and he was preaching. They call themselves the blackest church in Memphis. I don't know what that's about. It seems to me that you would want to be more like Jesus than a skin color. I don't care if you're white, black, Hispanic, whatever. But anyway, that's their shtick, uh, and they they promote the idea they're worshiping a black messiah. And uh, so anyway, this guy gets up and says, uh, what happened here? You had a black guy who was killed by five black cops, and that's a sign of white supremacy. And you're sitting here going, wait, what? What What did that guy just say? But that's what's happening. They're They're trying to raise up some sort of a war in this nation. And I'm afraid they might be able to get away with it. But we're going to try our best to work through this today. We're going to be checking in with uh, some reporters, boots on the ground here. But here's what you need to know happened. We understand there was some sort of a traffic stop. We don't know the particulars because the police department here is, is notorious about not releasing any information. But all the things, this has nothing to do with race. And that's what I want you to understand. This has nothing to do with race. As a matter of fact, the police chief is black. Majority of the city is black. All five of the police officers that were involved in this traffic stop, black. And so they stopped this young man, Tyree Nichols. He does not have a criminal record. He's known as a skateboarder around town, worked at FedEx, 29 years old, and was near his home when he was pulled over. There was some sort of an altercation. We don't know what happened, but the police said they did say that some sort of of, um, of pepper spray or something was released. Um, It didn't matter because the guy was able to run away. We don't know why the guy ran. We don't know. But when they caught him, those five police officers beat that man to death. 
they beat him to death. And the video of that is going to be released later today. Someone, clearly, there are not a lot of people that are members of Mensa at Memphis City Hall because they've decided that the best course of action is to release this later tonight, just in time for the weekend. So it could get rowdy. I I still don't think it will be, but all bets are off. All bets are off. But the video, we understand, is worse than Rodney King's video and George Floyd's video. It's that bad. In essence, they beat this man to death for three straight minutes. There were Memphis Fire Department officials there, and first aid was not rendered. We don't know why. Those people are under investigation. The police chief now says even more officers are involved in this investigation and this horrible, despicable thing. Now, we're pro-police on this radio program. Always have been. Always will be. And certainly, these five officers do not reflect the brave men and women who put on that uniform every day and go out into a literal war zone to keep us all safe, to protect us. But that uniform does not give you the right to beat a man to death with your bare hands. My understanding is the guy's neck was broken. I mean, it was I, the the sources are telling me that the officers had body cams on, So, but the body cam footage, even though it is bad, they have these um, sky cops, and apparently the entire beatdown was captured, and they say that is the most graphic and, and heinous. Now, I, quite, I got a question. Should they be releasing that video? And if so, should they be releasing it at 6 o'clock at night? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. And we're going to be taking your calls. And, and this is an opportunity for our Memphis listeners to explain to the rest of the nation what's really going on in this city. Because they're using Memphis for, for something on a much grander scale nationally here. Th- that, that's what's going on. Here's how bad it is. We got, and I knew something was not right. I got a weird chill up my spine yesterday, and it turns out that Don Lemon from CNN. Crying Negro Network. Thanks, Judge Joe Brown. Don Lemon is here in Memphis. They're all here because they're hoping for violence. That's why Fox News Channel sent their wartime correspondent. He was one of the guys sipping, uh, sipping uh, drinks in the uh, lobby of the Peabody. Anyway, Don Lemon talked to the police chief, her name, C.J. Davis, cut number 10. What was your reaction? Um. All right, um, we'll try to get that audio. So We've got it. Let's go. What was your reaction? Um, I, was, I was outraged. I was, um, it was incomprehensible to me. It was unconscionable and... Um, I, I felt that I needed to do something and do something quickly. Uh, I don't think I've witnessed anything of that nature in my entire career. Really? Really. That bad? It was that bad. What are we going to see then? Um, you, you're going to see acts that defy humanity. You're going to see um, a disregard for life. Um, duty of care, 
um, that we're all sworn to. And um, a level of physical uh, interaction that is above and beyond what is required in law enforcement. And, um, and I'm sure that, you know, as I said before, that individuals watching will feel what the family felt. And if you don't, then you're not a human being. And we all are human beings. And um, I think there will be a measure of sadness as well. There you go. Uh, that's from the police chief. So you got all these people out there, and and they're saying, uh, "Oh, this is going to be horrible video, horrible video, appalling video." They just go on and on and on and on with this. And my concern here is what this is going to do nationwide. Now, many of your cities, uh, Washington, Seattle, Portland, Atlanta, everybody's on standby for some kind of violent response. And it is so bad that they're not even releasing the full video. They're going to be redacting this video. So the question is, we go to break here. Um, do you want to see this video? Do we need to see the video? Has there been a rush to judgment here? Because the police have already been convicted. And look, they may be guilty as charged. I mean, they we are repeating what the police chief and the mayor have told us about these police officers. And they are, you know, so if in fact that is what happened, sh- should they be charged? Should they be charged with murder? And I say absolutely yes. You're a police officer. You go out there and you beat somebody to death. Yeah, you deserve what's coming at you. More importantly is the timing. Should they have waited? Or is this the right course of action to drop this video right before people go out for a night of partying on the weekend. Again, our telephone number, 844-747-8868. Toll-free telephone number, that's 844-747-8868. Now, today is Friday, Open Line Friday. So we're going to be taking your calls. Whatever you want to talk about today, we're going to talk about. Also, weighing in on the big vote for the next RNC chair. That's happening today as well. A lot of news going on. We'll be right back, America. The Biden administration has caused a financial crisis, and they don't have a clue how to fix it, folks. Our economy is in trouble, and you need to take steps to protect yourself. Now, if all your money is tied up in stocks, bonds, and traditional markets, you're vulnerable. Gold is one of the best ways to protect your retirement. No matter what happens, you own your gold. It's real, it's physical, and it's always been valuable since the dawn of time. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust for investing in gold. They can help you roll your retirement account into a gold-backed IRA where you still own the physical gold. They can also ship gold and precious metals safely and securely to your house. Did you know a million dollars worth of gold can fit in a shoebox? Call Legacy at 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's 866-649-0304 or visit them online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. All right, folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. Happy to have you with us today. Our toll-free telephone number, by the way, open line Friday, so you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. But we especially want to hear your thoughts on this very disturbing story that's developing where 
There are forces at play here, folks, that want to start some sort of a national night of rioting tonight, and they're using the Tyree Nichols murder as as the impetus for that. Who do you think is behind this? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, by the way, the... Um, the district attorney in this case was actually asked about um, was asked about law enforcement because the police chief up until this morning on CNN has been AWOL with local media, not talking to anybody. And yesterday they had this big press conference announcing when they're going to release this video footage. And here's what the district attorney had to say, cut Still number five. There, All right. Um, so anyway... We'll get back to that a little bit later. 844-747-8868 is our telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. And we'll be getting to your calls as well. Uh, Another big story that we've been following involves the RNC, and they are meeting in California to pick the next leader. Is it going to be Harmeet Dillon? Is it going to be uh, Ronna McDaniel? Those are the two choices. There's been a lot of infighting, and the question at hand, quite frankly, is the direction of the Republican Party. Ronna McDaniel, by the way, is um, is quite frankly, and we're again talking about Ronna McDaniel, is the establishment pick. It doesn't matter that it doesn't matter that Ronna McDaniel uh, dropped the name Romney from her name. She's still a Romney. And so there's going to be a lot of conversation about that. Uh, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Murph in Germantown, Tennessee. Murph, are you guys hunkered down? Dr. Starnes, great talking to you. You know, I don't know. uh, This is a mess. Disgrace to the uniform, to be honest with you. But on the other side of the fence, I don't know what I'm... American society uh, is so shocked, you know, since 19, since the Warren Court, biblical truth, Judeo-Christian values, anything having to do with biblical precepts has been taken out of the public square, out of the public schools, ridiculed constantly, and as as Paul said, man will reap what he has sown, and we are seeing the results of the Warren Court and the secularization of America, which is contrary to the founders' very idea. Johnny Adams said a republic can only run can only run right based on moral and religious precepts. Murph, based on, and let's circle back to what's happening right now in this city where Memphis is under siege by the national media. I mean, if you drive around town, it's not like people are rioting. It's a beautiful, sunny day here. Um, There was a peaceful protest last night, but all these folks coming into town trying to gin up riots in the streets of Memphis. Uh, From an American government, former American government teacher's perspective, these five officers uh, evidently did not get the proper vetting, uh, interviews, what have you. It's my understanding that they were less than five years' experience 
and assigned to this uh, Scorpion Squad, which is prevent crime, which is a good idea. It is a good idea, Murph. Hey, Murph, hang tight. Don't go anywhere. We're going to put Murph back on hold. Um, We've got folks wanting to weigh in. I want to hear from Matt in Athens when we come back about a convoy headed to Atlanta. We're taking your calls, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand-new towels. These things are incredible, and best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with USA cotton. They are soft yet absorbent, and you're normally going to pay over $100, but thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. We are alive and well. Memphis, Tennessee is not burning. So no matter what you've heard, uh, so so just bear with us as we deal with it. The only thing we've got is an infestation of national news media. And it's never a good day when Don Lemon is walking down the streets, uh, especially Beale Street. Well, look, another big story we've been following uh, has to do with our friends and our partners over at Newsmax TV. Always an honor to be on Chris Salcedo's show, and I'll be on his program again today talking about what's happening in Memphis. But as you now know, AT&T's DirecTV pulling the plug on yet another conservative cable channel, and one that was very, very, and is very influential. Well, I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line. Honored to have with us the CEO of Newsmax TV, Chris Ruddy. Chris, good to have you with us today. Hello, Chris. All right, let's put Chris on hold and get that figured out, uh, lickety-split there. In the meantime, I want to go back to Murph in Germantown, Tennessee. Uh, Murph was on hold uh, talking about the situation in Memphis. And, Murph, I'm, I'm curious about your re- the, re- the news that the city was going to release this video right before, um, again, right before rush hour. Um, they haven't told anybody whether or not they should shut down their businesses. I mean, they pretty much um, have left you guys um, out out there hanging. Okay, so we are now experiencing some sort of a phone issue. Uh, and so my apologies as we get that worked out here, ladies and gentlemen. So hang tight if you're on hold. And if you get disconnected, call right back and we'll try to get all of that uh, worked out here in the next few moments. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to go back to this direct TV story um, because this is insane. They are literally trying to censor conservative voices. Now, we understand that that direct TV's response to all of this was to put some sort of a fledgling podcast 
a digital service in place of Newsmax, but nobody watches that nonsense. Nobody at all. And now all of a sudden, you've got millions, millions of people that are no longer able to watch Newsmax TV on their on their direct TV platform. None whatsoever. And I don't know about you, I got a problem with that. Now, direct TV is free to do whatever they want to do, but so are you as as a subscriber, as a customer. And I know that many of you have been calling over the past couple of days to find out what the heck is going on um, with with your direct TV service. So ladies and gentlemen, I will say this, direct TV, uh, you folks, you get what you ask for. And you know what? Best Buy, I'm not Best Buy. Why did I say Best Buy? Bed Bath, Bed Bath and Beyond, they pulled the same kind of malarkey with our good friend Mike Lindell. They said, we're not going to sell any more Mike Lindell products, period. We're not going to do it. And guess what happened? Yeah, Bed Bath & Beyond is going out of business across the nation. They're having to shut down stores all over America. So the good news here, ladies and gentlemen, is that you have the ultimate say. You have the ultimate say in all of this. And you can you can fight back by canceling your DirecTV subscription. It's that simple. Are you an AT&T cell phone service user? If so, stop. Why why do you keep giving them money? Folks, do you understand that when you support AT&T, when you get your cable from DirecTV, you are supporting their efforts to silence conservative voices? Why would you do that? That makes absolutely no sense at all. None whatsoever. So my recommendation is cancel your service. Just cancel it and tell them the reason why. And when they try to feed you a line, you say, you know what? That's a load of hooey because Todd Starn says it's a load of hooey. We know what's really going on here. Newsmax was the only cable news channel that was broadcasting President Trump's speeches and his rallies. The only major cable news network. That's it. Not even Fox News was doing that. So you know they were targeted. They were targeted. So, look, we're going to try to throw out the phone number again, and we hope we hope that uh, our technology is uh, back in working order. And my apologies for that. 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. And uh, we're going to be taking your calls. It is Open Line Friday, uh, but we are taking your calls. Have you called DirecTV? Have you let them know, hey, look, I got a problem with what you did? And we'd love to know what DirecTV has been telling you. And, of course, we also want to hear about this uh, incredible, uh, disgusting case involving Tyree Nichols. Are you concerned about violence tonight in your cities? Our number again, 844-747-8868. Toll-free telephone number, 844-747-8868. Now, I told you about um, AT&T. And you say, okay, Todd, well, what's the alternative? I got an alternative for you. That alternative is Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian, America's only conservative wireless carrier. And folks, they have a plan to fit any budget, no matter how big or how small. And the best part of it, Patriot Mobile, they don't support the left-wing causes. Patriot Mobile 
America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. They're supporting causes that we care about. If you like information, go to patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And be sure to check out their website. They make it super simple. So all you have to do is go and check out their coverage, and you'll be able to see lickety split uh, what sort of great coverage they have in your area. You can also give them a call, 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Or the website again, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. And be sure to use my first name, Todd, as a promo code. They're going to give you free activation and a free gift. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Have you ever had just one of those days where where nothing really works? Well, that's today. I don't. Maybe Antifa is playing around with our phone lines, uh, folks. Our our team here uh, in Memphis working diligently to try to get the phones restored, and uh, we're going to be working on that. Uh, but you're also going to be able to weigh in on our Facebook live stream, and you can access that by simply going to ToddStarns.com. So uh, just bear with us as we uh, go through the next little while. You know, it's a um, it's it's a very interesting thing about what's happening with the RNC right now. Uh, they're meeting at the Waldorf Astoria, which is a highfalutin uh, hotel. I mean, highfalutin, and uh, a lot of the rank and file Republicans who are at this gathering are really put out by the fact that it costs so much money to stay at this hotel where all of the the events are happening. And that part of Southern California, by the way, I've actually, full disclosure, uh, I whenever I'm down in that part of um, California, I would typically stay at the uh, the Ritz-Carlton at Dana Point. And I part of my thing is I like to stay at nice hotels. But you know what? I can afford to do that, and I'm not forcing the American taxpayers to foot the bill, nor am I forcing donors to the Republican Party to foot my bill. But it really does say a lot about the focus of the Republican Party these days, where all of these gatherings of leadership are taking place at high dollar. And we're talking high dollar hotels that the average American and the average Republican would not even be able to step foot inside of. So the question now is whether or not Ronna McDaniel is is out of touch with the Republican Party. Ronna McDaniel has yet to win an election cycle, and yet she is still favored by the establishment. 
Harmeet Dillon, on the other hand, who has been very involved in the Republican Party. She's a, she's a, a California lawyer from the Bay Area, and she has been defending a lot of Republican candidates who are alleging voter fraud out there in places like Arizona. Harmie Dillon represented President Trump, um, also Carrie Lake, and she has positioned herself as a steady hand and an honest broker who can bring the party together. And right now, it's a it's a toss-up. Nobody really seems to know. Nobody really seems to know when exactly or who exactly is going to win this election. But we will find out. Only 168 people get to vote. Harmy Dillon wanted to do a debate, but Ronna McDaniel said the only person, the only person who has who uh, the only person who has a say in this are the 168 people. So Ronna McDaniel is saying all of you people out there who are, are giving money to the Republican Party and supporting these candidates, you no longer matter. All right, I want to go. Oh, I believe we've got the phones uh, phone system worked out here. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. Let's go to Robert in Gainesville, Georgia. WDN, our great station there. Hey, Robert, what's on your mind? Well, Todd, one, we like your show. Two, I think it's terrible what happened to that man in Memphis by the five police. But we only have one question: What happened at the traffic stop before they chased him? That's my question. That, Thanks for. And, and you know what, Robert? That's a great question. And what we don't know the answer to right now. We don't know because they're not saying. Right. And that's what's so frustrating here is they can at least come out and show that information or provide that information. But, Robert, I'm telling you, 40-plus years as a news reporter, I worked the crime beat. Not This is the first time in the history of my career where we have not been allowed to see the incident report. And also, we haven't been told even off the record on deep background what the heck is going on. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry it happened, and that's true, but uh, we don't know why it started. So that's my question. Robert, it's a great question, and, and we need to know that, and hopefully the, the footage that we're going to see will will explain that, but I don't think it's really going to matter. Uh, Robert, appreciate that call, 844-747-8868. Let's go to Chris in Collierville, and, uh, Tennessee, a suburb of Memphis. And, Chris, I, uh, you're a rock star. Heard you on the National Lars Larson Show yesterday. Uh, I'm not trying to be a rock star. I'm just trying to... Uh, convey everyone's concerns. Um, first of all, I do agree with waiting till six o'clock because if you wait and if you release it in the morning. Oh, I think, <laughs> you know, there are just some days, folks. Chris, I am so, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chris. I really am. We're having phone issues, folks. It's, I don't think this happened to Rush Limbaugh. What's going on here? 844 747 And I don't know why I'm giving out the phone number, because the phones don't work. We're working on it. That's what they tell me. By the way, speaking of video that's coming out, uh, we have just gotten our hands, and we're posting this on our website right now. We got our hands on the police body cam footage. footage no, not of Memphis, but of Paul Pelosi. Uh, this was just released body cam footage, and it shows the moments that David De- 
David DePape attacked Paul Pelosi uh, at the home in San Francisco. So we don't know if this is the full video, uh, and, and we clearly it's not. It's been edited. Uh, but the video is is graphic, and uh, we're going to be posting this up on the uh, the website momentarily. Um, again, tonsterns.com, folks, is a great landing page and a great place uh, for uh, for you to be and for you to see. We have all sorts of great news stories for you to, for you to read there, including one involving a friend of this program. Uh, that individual goes by the name Jack Phillips. He is the owner of the Masterpiece Cake Shop. And man, do the, do the gay activists hate this guy. I mean, they hate this guy. Jack Phillips owns Masterpiece Cake Shop in the Denver area, and it's a small mom-and-pop bakery. And you know the story that Jack refused, declined to make a cake for a same-sex wedding, said that that would be a violation of his religious beliefs. So uh, lawsuits were filed. It went all the way to the Supreme Court. The day the Supreme Court actually announced they were going to hear the case, another activist attorney um, called in and said, hey, wait a second, When uh, if you're not going to make a gay cake, will you make a transgender cake? And, and he said, no, we're not making a transgender cake. So what happened? The guy turns around and sues him again. So the case goes all the way to the Supreme Court. Jack Phillips wins at the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said that Christians do not have to set aside their religious beliefs to accommodate the LGBT community. And it was a victory, right? It should have been a victory, but it was not, because now we know that he's been sued again. And a court of appeals in Colorado just ruled that Jack Phillips, this came down last night, Jack Phillips from Masterpiece Cake Shops must make wedding cakes, or rather cakes, that celebrate the transgender movement. Again, the Court of Appeals in Colorado said that this Christian baker has to make cakes that celebrate things he opposes. Now, my question is, okay, well, does that mean that a, a Jewish bakery has to make a cake that celebrates the Nazis? Are they, are they required under the Colorado Court of Appeals ruling to do something like that? Would a black bakery have to make a cake celebrating the KKK? Is that what the Court of Appeals is saying here? I mean, this is bonkers, just absolutely bonkers. But what really strikes me about all of this, and, and these, these are heterophobic, heterophobic anti-Christian bigots. That, that's what these people are. And they go out of their way to attack people of faith. And they specifically attack Christians. Because when you look at all of the lawsuits that have been filed against these Christian bakers and the wedding photographers, the graphic designers, all of these cases, they have one thing in common. They're all Christians. And the LGBT radicals love to target the Christians. And why is that, ladies and gentlemen? Why is it that the, that the LGBT activists, why is it that they target just the Christians? Well, it's very simple. Here's my theory. Because Christians are easy targets. Because we know that Christians, by and large, are not going to fight back. We know that Christians are not going to push back. Jack Phillips pushed back, and now they've declared war on this poor guy. 
I I feel my heart goes out to Jack Phillips. You know they and they love going after the older Christian people too. These these radical gay activists are evil. I mean they really are of the devil because they they don't want to live and let live. By the way, does that mean that you could go, you Christians could go into a gay bar and demand that the band play Christian music and, and they have to have a worship service? Or is, is, is that what the Court of Appeals is saying here? What, whatever happened to the idea of live and let live? But beyond that, I did notice something else. And this is um, just an observation. They never, ever go after the Muslim bakers, do they? They never go after the Muslim photographers or the Muslim wedding planners. Have you noticed that? Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think the gay community, the radical gay community, why do you think it is they only go after the Christians and never the Muslims? Why do you think that is America? All right, we're going to try to get this phone situation worked out here. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844 844- 747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. And hello, America. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. So happy to have you with us today. Uh, By the way, we're just doing an hourly health and wellness check. Uh, The city of Memphis is... Uh, is not under attack. We are not on fire. I I know the mainstream media, the National Press Corps, very disappointed. But so far, everybody is being well behaved uh, in the aftermath of this horrible, horrible um, incident involving five Memphis police officers and this young man who was beaten to death, allegedly, by the officers. That's what they're accused of. They're all charged with murder. Uh, another big story as we await the body cam footage that's going to be released. Uh, we understand just a few moments ago, the body cam and surveillance video, at least a portion of it, was released uh, in the case of Paul Pelosi, the husband of Nancy. And we have the video up on our website, and you can see it for yourself. It is incredibly graphic. And it's bizarre because it looks like Paul Pelosi, who um, suffered um, an injury, they said it was a skull fracture. Um, According to the body cam footage, it looks like Paul Pelosi is holding a drink in his hand, which is very odd. Anyway, uh, the the portion of the video shows police knocking on the door, and uh, there is Pelosi along with David DePape there in the lobby of the home. And the police officer says, what's going on? Uh, DePape says, everything is good. And uh, both of the men have a, a, they actually have a hand on the hammer. So it it really was a hammer after all. It wasn't, well, there you go. So so anyway, we've got, um, so we've got that information. The officer screaming, drop the hammer. 
the pape says nope and then starts fighting with Pelosi and the officers before they could intervene um, he had walloped Pelosi on the head but again if you're you've got a home invader I'm not sure you would take the time to stop and make a drink right would you I don't very odd very odd well I want to go to the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line uh, hopefully I do it with fear and trepidation <laughs> Our good friend, national journalist Robin Poffman joins us. Robin, are, are you doing well today? Todd, I, I am here. I have a little frog in my throat. I'm going to try to get through this. I just watched that Paul Pelosi video. Um, what I don't understand is why it's taken so long for this to be released. It would have squashed a lot of the rumors that were going around and a lot of the unfortunate jokes that were made. You, you definitely see the suspect outside the home with real force trying to break through the glass in the back of the house. How Mr. Pelosi didn't hear that remains a mystery, unless, you know, he was up on a higher floor or at 82 has hearing issues. Um, I know I probably would have woken up. And then the video from the body cam of the officers, um, Again, is also a, a mystery. You see Pelosi standing there with a long sleeve shirt and his boxer shorts on, tethered to this guy. And he has a and drink. And if you look closely, Robin, it looks like Pelosi's got a, a a drink in his hand. In the other hand, was he trying to make nice with this guy to defuse the situation? I mean, to me, this, this uh, there's more questions that this raises than than answers, and then. The police shine this flashlight. For people that are listening, Todd, to your show in the car, the police body cam, the, the actual officers themselves, shine a flashlight in them, two men in their faces, to say, hey, you know, what's going on here? And before you know it, you know, the suspect is saying, oh, nothing. And then Mr. Pelosi looks like he's trying to signal with his eyes to the officers as that there's an issue and then the next thing you know in a matter of two seconds this guy is whacking him over the head with a hammer it, it, it is it, it's stunning to me and it raises a lot of questions why wasn't this released you know when it happened Fair, and it's a fair point. And, and Robin, on that note, uh, let's pivot to the other body cam footage we're waiting for. Uh, it's expected to be released tonight around 6.30 Central Time, 7.30 Eastern Time, uh, just in time for everybody getting off work, going out onto the streets. This video footage of the death of Tyree Nichols at the hands of five Memphis police officers. So, you know, Todd, I'm all about sunshine laws and cameras in the courtroom and videos, and I believe that we should shine the light bright on everything. But the timing of this is clearly not good. I guess the timing is not good at any hour of the day. But I think that everyone involved needs to see what went down. Uh, the whole situation to me is a mystery. There were uh, There's a lot of confusion about this case. This is a FedEx driver he has an encounter with the police, a encounter, what I'll call encounter number one. And then there's a second encounter where this savage beating takes place. And I know that the police chief today, um, uh, her name is escaping me. C.J. Uh, Davis. Yeah, Chief Davis. <laughs> Thank you. 
And um, I know she spoke with CNN with Don Lemon today, and I watched that interview this morning, and in her mind, she says that this beating is worse than Rodney King from back in the day in Los Angeles. And if that's the case, if we take her at her word, uh, this is a huge, enormous problem. Robin, uh, it's it's our understanding, and you and I have covered crime news for years, and you've covered some of the most high-profile criminal cases in America. Uh, I have not seen a case like this where even in the aftermath, the immediate aftermath back on January the 7th, where they would not even release the, the incident report. So we have no idea what precipitated the traffic stop. We have no idea what the encounter was. As a matter of fact, we were all led to believe by police in the early days of this that the guy fled from police and said he was suffering, um, he was having a problem breathing. Well, now it turns out, according to our sources, that that video is going to show three full minutes of this man literally being beaten to death at the hands, the literal hands of those police officers. Todd, it's outrageous. And um, again, I defer to Memphis Police Chief uh, C.J. Davis. Um, In this interview that she did with CNN, she was very measured in her words, but she was very honest. And she said that the tape is really bad. She was outraged. And the other other, um, quote that, uh, that she said was, you will see acts that defy humanity and that the video, in her words, is alarming. And I'm going to defer here to the police chief because I haven't seen the video, but I'm going to trust her. And if she says that it's worse than the 1991 beating of Rodney King in Los Angeles, then, Todd, we, have to, we should be going with that. I do not like videotape that's taken out of context. I would not just a snippet. I'd like to see the whole thing like you're saying. What led up to the original stop of the driver? How does he then get away? How do they encounter him a second time? What precipitates the beating? And his mother, by the way, says that her son was, quote, beat like a pinata. Human, yeah, human pinata. Yeah, that human pinata. Robin, Robin I want to play. Powerful. I want to play this audio. We actually had that clip from Don Lemon and uh, C.J. Davis. Uh, let's take a okay. listen. Cut ten. What was your reaction? Um, I was, I was outraged. I was, um, it was incomprehensible to me. It was unconscionable. And, um, I, I felt that I needed to do something and do something quickly. Uh, I don't think I've witnessed anything of that nature in my entire career. Really? Really. That bad? It was that bad. What are we going to see then? Um, You're going to see acts that defy humanity. You're going to see um, a disregard for life, um, duty of care um, that we're all sworn to, and um, a level of physical uh, interaction that is above and beyond what is required in law enforcement. And um, and I'm sure that, you know, as I said before, that individuals watching will feel what the family felt. And if you don't, then you're not a human being. And we all are human beings. And um, I think there will be a measure of sadness as well. 
And, and Robin, we now know that the the sheriff in the Memphis area, a guy by the name of Floyd Bonner, uh, sent an, a letter to every sheriff in the nation warning them of potential violence once this video comes out later tonight. There are there's a state of emergency that's been declared in Atlanta on an unrelated issue, which quite frankly right. could be related because of Antifa, and and that's the problem here. They're expecting outside agitators to come into Memphis and, and try and start trouble. So, so let me address a couple of these points. You know, again, if you're listening in your car on the radio to the the um, to the chief there, you, you see what I'm saying about her cadence and how measured she is. So I'm going to defer to her that how terrible this is going to be. I do want to address that I am here in Atlanta and that Governor Brian Kemp uh, has called up a thousand members of the National Guard ahead of possible violence because we had violence here last weekend. Um, and keeping the story very tight, we have a $90 million police training facility, police and fire, by the way, training facility that is being built in DeKalb County right on the Atlanta outskirt, right on the border of uh, Fulton and DeKalb in a forest area. And there was a protest there because there are people that despise the police. And so there was a protester by the name of an activist, by the name of Manuel Turner, 26 years old, who um, shot at a Georgia State Patrol officer and then was shot and killed uh, in this. And then a, a week ago, last weekend, there were riots because that person is dead. The rioting, for people that don't understand the landscape of this, the rioting was in downtown Atlanta by the Westin Hotel, which is in the center of the city where people come and know Atlanta from the Olympics back in the 96 and all of that. And, and so you're talking about rioting in the downtown area where there are hotels and stores and restaurants. But this police facility that they call Cop City um, is easily a good 20, 30 minutes away from there. So, again, it's outside agitators that are not totally upset with Cop City and are choosing to take down the city of Atlanta in a more of a commercial district where they could really can't cause that much damage in a, in a forest, Todd, as that you can do in a city where there's glass and, and stuff to steal and setting police cars on fire. That's uh, a fair point, Robin. So again, uh, the state of emergency declared there, but not because of what's happening in Memphis, uh, but other cities on on alert, including uh, Washington, D.C., Portland, Seattle, among others. And Robin, we're just going to have to wait and see, but uh, it is going to be a very, very troubling video. And that's coming from every law enforcement officer who's seen it. Uh, we've been told uh, that the body cam footage is bad, but the sky cams are even worse. And, um, and, and yeah. you know what, Todd? It, 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 it rightfully upsets people, all people, black, white, Asian, oh, whoever yeah. you are. If you're an American, you are yes. disgusted, just like with the George Floyd situation. But what precipitated this and what was in the officer's minds and was this person, the driver, a, a, a threat, and, and why is he taking this beating? These are, there are a lot of unanswered questions here, but this stirs people up, and that's the part of this where law enforcement is going to be on alert. 
we could have issues here in Atlanta as well. Robin, we got to ramp, and I will say this: uh, the chief told the told Don Lemon, not sure she should have said this out loud, but that there was no evidence of a traffic violation for them to even pull him over. So that just yeah. raises a whole a, a whole other level of, of issues. Robin, appreciate your great work, and uh, we'll be in touch. I know a lot of crime news happening. You get well. Drink some apple brandy. That always does. That's what Grandmother <laughs> Starnes recommended. Okay, I'll see you next week, Todd, and we'll pick it up. All right, Robin Poffman, everybody, great journalist. We worked together for a number of years at Fox News there in the Atlanta area. All right, we've got to take a break. Phone lines, I hesitate to say this, are actually up and running right now. So give us a call, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, let's let's get to the phones here. Rick in Fresno, California, listening to us online. Rick, what's on your mind? How you doing, young man? Thanks for accepting. I mean, accepting my call. <laughs> Glad to do it. What's going on, Rick? Uh, I'm calling because um about that uh, Christian Bakery yes um, lawsuit, and I think it stemmed back from the civil rights movement. You know, when they um had to sit in. And the government changing the law saying how you have to serve people that come in a restaurant. I think it's wrong because if you have your private business and put your money into a business, you have a right to serve who you want to serve. And I forgot to tell you, I'm an African-American man. I'm a black man. And I'm Baptist, too. So we're brothers. But um, I think it's wrong. So I think that's where it stems from, in my opinion. Now, you see, again, I, I, the law says you cannot discriminate based on, on skin color. And I gotta, I'll, I'll tell you this, Rick. If you know, I'm a white guy and I go into a diner and I see a sign that says, well, we don't serve you know, uh, Asian people or black people or Hispanic people, you know what I'm doing? I'm turning around and I'm walking back out the door because those kinds of people don't deserve my business. But the issue here is about your First Amendment rights, this freedom of expression. And and I've always been curious why these radical activists don't go and try to pull this crap at the Muslim bakeries. They always do it at the Christian bakeries, and I've always wondered why. Oh, that's true. I don't know. Rick, appreciate the call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to... Andrew in Gainesville, Georgia, wants to weigh in on the Atlanta riots. Andrew, what say you? Hey, brother. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Fantastic. Well, this uh, little riot that we had last week, our mayor had good notice of what was going to happen. I believe the announcement was a night of violence was predicted, I think reported by the Antifa. Anyway, the mayor had enough notice to where he could have adequate police available and the configuration of downtown Atlanta with the tall buildings and the long stretches of street blocks, they could quickly have blocked in the entire group of the Antifa rioters when they started damaging property. They could have permitted them to have their peaceful protest and they weren't there to defend the Atlanta business people and protect their property. No, sir, they were not, Andrew. And you're right, it could have been prevented. we got to run for a break here, sir, but thank you for listening. And the question here in Memphis, Tennessee, there has been no emergency declared. 
They're not telling people to shut down their businesses, and yet they're releasing this video that could spark riots later tonight. 844-747-8868. Phones are up and running, America. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program. Our telephone line's now open, and it is Open Line Friday. So whatever you want to talk about, we will talk about today. 844-747-8868. Again, that is a toll-free telephone number, 844-747-8868. I want to play some audio. This is a state representative from the Memphis, Tennessee area. His name is Justin Pearson. He believes that everything is racist, including five black cops killing a black suspect. Take a listen. What I have said and what I will repeat is we need the Eliza Fletcher type of justice. The type that billionaires' children get in the You all know Tyree Nichols was brutally beaten. Yeah. Uh-huh. Was lynched yes, by white supremacy. Yeah. Yeah, they were black. Woo! But it's a system of white supremacy. Yeah. It's a system that perpetuates anti-black. Yeah. Even for some black folk, Come on. you are still a criminal. Yeah. And not a brother. Yeah. My brother Temperance is 29 years old. The same age as Tyree Nichols. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Oshade and I went to the press conference with his mother, and she was shouting out at one point, "My baby!" Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did this to her baby, yeah. her baby who liked to skateboard, yeah. her baby who had a baby of his own, four yeah. years old, yeah. who loved photography, watched the sunset. Yeah. Humanize, humanize. This Tyree Nichols. Yeah, they beat him. Yeah. They kicked him. Yeah. They tased him. Yeah. They murdered him. Yes. And we know that true justice would be Tyree being alive in his back. Yes. The true justice is that we stop dying. Yeah. It isn't that all the officers yeah. go to jail, which needs to happen. Yeah. I understand that. They have to face their consequences. But true justice is the prevention of the death in the first place. There you go, folks. And that's the thinking. That's the mindset of these radical progressives. You've got a generation of these folks coming up into the into your state houses and to Congress. And these people are going to make even AOC look conservative by the time it's all said and done. But do you believe that white supremacy is to blame for what happened in, in Memphis, Tennessee? Do Because, again, we live in a city where black-on-black crime is off the charts. You know, they talk about, you know, a majority of the people being arrested for crime in Memphis being black, but the reality is a majority of the victims of those crimes are, in fact, black. So what about celebrating justice for those black families who have been avenged? What about that? But nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody wants to have that kind of a conversation. So again here, folks, we're waiting for this uh, video. They say it's going to come out later tonight. Every major city in America is is on alert. But here in Memphis, Tennessee, it's interesting because City Hall has been radio silent. They're not telling people anything. 
They're not shutting down the city. They're not declaring a curfew, not declaring a state of emergency. They're not telling business owners to get out there and board up the windows of their businesses. They're not warning people that might be going down to Beale Street, or they're not warning people who might be going out for a nice meal to be on the alert. They're not doing anything. It's just business as usual. In the meantime, they're going out there and they're telling all of the, the rest of the country, you better, you better hunker down because it's going to get violent. Meanwhile, we're getting reports that the, that military personnel are on their way to the Memphis area, if not already here, that local churches are actually providing meals for uh, some of the uh, guard troops that have already been set up. We're hearing that lots of other law enforcement are coming into this area, but they're not telling the average citizen in Memphis, and if, in, in Memphis, Tennessee, diddly squat. And maybe that's part of some sort of a grand scheme. I don't know. But it seems to me that if you're telling, if you're the sheriff of Shelby County, which is Memphis, Tennessee, if you're the sheriff and you're telling everybody else in America, you better get ready because violence is coming and you're not doing the same thing, you're not providing the same courtesy to the good people right here in Memphis, the people that pay your your salary, I got a problem with that. 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. By the way, we do have that video of Paul Pelosi and the attack, the hammer attack, we've got it up on our website. Curious to hear your thoughts on that one. Very odd. That's all I'll say there. Very odd indeed. All right, let's go to the phones. Howard in Helen, Georgia on WRWH, our great radio affiliate. Hi, Howard. What's going on? Hey, I was just calling. I listened to your uh, state senator or someone, whoever that was, giving a, a speech there. It sounded like to a church. It seems to me that the community needs to stand up and take charge of their community. And I say their community, we're all one. But they seem to want to segregate everything whenever there's a problem or an issue. Instead of facing their issues head on and saying, we need to be mentors. We need to get out there and mentor these people. We need to stop killing each other. We need to take responsibility. It seems like they want to blame everybody but themselves and get people all upset. You know, and I just, that's what I think. You know, it's Howard, it's interesting. You can throw a lot of money at the problem, but that's not going to solve the problem. And we have far too many homes in the Memphis area that are single parent families. And you've got moms, dads that are maybe working two, three jobs. They don't have time to look after the kids. So the kids are out on the street. But if you've got a 13-year-old child and your 13-year-old is out there carjacking people, which is a normal occurrence here in this city, or you've got a 13-year-old that's out past 11 o'clock at night, uh, you've, that is a parenting problem. I don't care how many jobs you have to work. Uh, that's true. That's a parenting problem, but that's the community to build. If it's like the, where I live and where I've seen, there's a church on every corner. There's a church in between. There's, the churches get up. They need to start representing what they talk about instead of talk about it and then act a totally a different way. 
You know, Howard, I agree with you. The problem here in Memphis is that the white churches are terrified to say anything. The white churches in Memphis, Tennessee, are terrified to speak truth to the culture because they don't want to accuse of being racist. The A good many of the black churches, at least the the powerful and the prominent black churches in this community are out there marching on the on the streets, and that's all well and good. But you had a black Baptist pastor, Abyssinian Baptist Church in Memphis, say that this is all about white supremacy. I got a problem with that because, it, first of all, it's a lie. It's not true. Second of all, you're not a preacher. You're a politician and a political activist. Right. Well, I, I agree 100% with you. I think people should take responsibility for themselves and in their own communities. And when we're all a community, I have a problem with the white churches and the black, because if we all stood up together for what we are there to represent, Jesus Christ and God, then we would be working together, not just against this, but issues that are happening in our federal government and all. It's called courage. Until we get courage, until our our government decides that they're going to have a true justice department and we have courage to stand up and, and trust the Lord that he's going to take care of us and speak up, then nothing's going to happen. Howard, you're preaching, you're preaching, brother, and, and I hear you. And I think a big problem with these modern-day preachers is that the, the genes are so tight, it's cutting off the, the blood flow to the, to the brain. I, I think ultimately that's the bigger problem. So, Howard, appreciate that call. Thank you for listening. Let's go to Paul in Gainesville, Georgia, WDUN, the great station there. Uh, Howard, by the way, listening to us on WRWH. Hey, Paul, what's, uh, what's going on? Well, I I called I called into AT and T customer service to complain about Newsmax, and they gave me a completely different story. They said that Newsmax is holding AT and T hostage to pay them more money than they deserve, and that's why they've taken them off temporarily. They're in negotiations. Well, Paul, I can tell you that is that is not true, and I, I know that because I've spoken to Chris Ruddy, and of course, earlier we were going to have Chris on the show, but our phones went kaput, but I can tell you uh, that the problem is that AT&T was, was not paying Newsmax uh, as they should have, and instead they were paying a lot of these other liberal left-leaning channels that had a fraction of the audience that Newsmax had. So Newsmax is in the right here, and um, if, if this is not about Newsmax holding them hostage because AT&T actually decides what goes on DirecTV. Okay, but once again, they said it was not, a, not political. It was completely financial. Okay, well, Paul, I appreciate you calling in and letting us know that, but I just I think it's very strange that AT&T has booted two of the most powerful conservative cable channels there's only one left that's fox news channel they booted one american news they booted newsmax by the way senator Rand paul said that he's already canceled his direct tv service good for you senator by the way i've got to play this audio for you and i'm anxious to get your thoughts on this there is a pastor in the atlanta area very prominent guy he is like this one of the celebrity preachers his name is andy stanley and he pastors at North Point Community Church. Back in the day, he invited Michelle Obama to come and do events at this church. Uh, they profess to be conservative. I don't think they're conservative. I'm not even quite frankly sure they're all that Christian. 
But anyway, um, Andy Stanley has has a lot of influence and a lot of power um, among the millennial preachers, the ones who wear the, uh, the 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 tight pants and have the the cover bands play worship music with the lights and the smoke and all that kind of. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but basically, he's been leading that charge to turn your church house into a de facto nightclub. At least, kind of give the vibe, the nightclub, because you know, beforehand, church wasn't cool. Right, but but now church is cool if you got if you you know if you fire the choir and you got one of those cool hip cover bands that couldn't make the um you know the semifinals at American Idol, you know. But as long as you got you got to be able to carry a tune. So anyway, uh, that, Andy Stanley's church is one of those churches, and over the past I don't know number of years, ten years or so, he's been slowly changing his opinion on the whole what the Bible says about the LGBT movement. As a matter of fact, uh, Pastor Stanley once said that uh, you really got to get over the Old Testament. So you, you can't really be bothered with the Old Testament. So here's what uh, the pastor had to say um, about gays in his church. And he says that all of you straight Christians need to be more gay. Take, take a listen. Figure out how to get straight people as excited about serving and engaging as the gay men and women I know, we would have a volunteer backlog. That's my experience in our churches. Well, I, I'm a gay person, I'll just read it to you. A gay person, when I say gay men and women, okay, a gay person who still wants to attend church after the way the church has treated the gay community, I'm telling you, they have more faith than I do. They have more faith than a lot of you. A gay person who knows, you know what? I might not be accepted here, but I'm going to try it anyway. Have you ever done that as a straight person? Where do you go that you're not sure you're going to be accepted and you go over and over and over and over? Only your in-law's house. That's the only place you go where you know you're not completely accepted, but you go over and over and over and it's because you have to. But other than the in-laws, what environment do you continue to step foot in knowing at any moment you may feel ostracized? No place. I'm telling you, the gay men and women who grew up in church and the gay men and women who've come to faith in Christ as adults who want to participate in our church. Oh my goodness. I know first Corinthians six and I know Leviticus and I know Romans one. It's so interesting to talk about all that stuff, but just, Oh my goodness, a gay man or woman who wants to worship their heavenly father who did not answer the cry of their heart when they were 12 and 13 and 14 and 15. God said no, and they still love God. We have some things to learn from a group of men and women who love Jesus that much and who want to worship with us. And I know the verses. I know the clobber passages, right? We got to figure this out. And you know what? I think you are. So Andy Stanley just said that gay people are more godly than God is. Let me repeat that. We'll go back and play it later in the next hour. This is fascinating. Andy Stanley, and you heard him say, yeah, I know what the Bible says about all that kind of stuff, you know, in Corinthians, Romans, yeah, whatever. But here's what I, so what Andy Stanley is saying is what I am saying is more important than what the Bible says. And he's also saying that God got it wrong when it comes to gay people, and he says that gay people are are more godly than God is. So I'm just curious, 
do gay people have more faith than straight people? Gay Christians, do they have more faith than straight Christians? It's fascinating. This is going. This is a earthquake moment for the evangelical Christian movement because Andy Stanley holds sway over many, many, many churches in this nation. We got to take a break here. Eight four four seven four seven eighty eight sixty eight. We have Bill in Memphis, Tina in Georgia, Janice in New Orleans. Y'all hang tight. This is the Todd Stern Show. All right, let's go to the phones here. David in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM, wants to weigh in on Andy Stanley. Hi, David. I hope you're doing good today. Uh, doing well. How about you? Um, I, I just, Todd, I think the only thing that's going to save this country is a nationwide revival. Anything short of that is just a bunch of talk. But the problem with that is the church, a lot of churches, not all of them, obviously, but a lot of churches seem to want to be part of the world and like and not be a change agent and just like what you just had there instead of staying instead of standing on the word and saying hey we love you we just hate the sin um, because we're all sinners they choose to say well let's do what we can do to get more money into the coffers and more donations more more uh, contributions and uh let's do what's going to get our attendance figures up and that sort of thing there that that's my opinion but i mean to where we are it's not really you can call it an opinion but it's becoming more and more fact every day but that's just the way it, it seems to me. I don't know if you agree or not, but that's a big part of the problem. It's it's a mess. And and David, I'll tell you this: I don't have a problem with all of the um, you know the worship bands or the lights or what. I, you know, I yeah. I I can you know I go to a church that has one service with a choir, the other it doesn't, and I actually enjoy both services. But when that becomes your god, when you're actually worshiping the worship band. When you're, you know, when your your pastor is not teaching from the Bible, he's just making you feel good. Uh, I got th- that's a problem, and I just think the church has abdicated its responsibility within the culture at large. Yeah, and I agree. I've always said, and my friends get tired of hearing it. You're not going to out entertain Disney and Netflix and ESPN. You're not going to out entertain them with all your lights and bands. They're wonderful. That's great. But you're not going to get the youth and things in there to be out entertained by that. You're going to, you need to be a difference, uh, something different, and provide something that they haven't heard, and be uh, uh, something that's that's new, which is actually in this case would be old. Is that getting back to the word? I I think you're sp- you're spot on accurate, David. We got to leave it there because we're running up against a, a hard break here, David. Thank you for listening to KWAM. Uh, folks, lines are open. Hang tight. We are literally going right to your telephone calls after the break. Are you concerned about violence tonight across America? How are you folks in Memphis doing? Give us a call. Again, 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's common sense conservative commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us, that's right. I love this American ride. Oh man, I wish I was Episcopalian because I could use a drink right about now. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Todd Starnes radio program. Good to have you with us. I need a Baptist martini. Hold the Baptist. Uh, wow. Uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, and 
Memphis, Tennessee, a powder keg. And as I've been out there, and I feel like I've been representing the Chamber of Commerce, saying, you know what, Memphis is a great town. Uh, yeah, you could get carjacked. Yeah, you could get robbed or shot. But the protests are pretty much peaceful. And meanwhile, you've got our elected leaders out there now, and it seems like they're literally, literally pouring gasoline onto the fire. So I don't know what's going to happen, but people are getting very concerned. Uh, Just got word that uh, all active uh, Boston police officers have been mobilized for today. All of the major cities are bracing for what could be a horrific, horrific night of violence. And the question is, what's going to happen when the body cam video of this Tyree Nichols is released? We can tell you from the police chief herself that the beating is worse than what happened with Rodney King and what happened to George Floyd, that this man was literally beaten to death by five Memphis police officers, and the beating lasted at least three minutes. So the footage, we understand, could be released as early as 5 o'clock Central Time. That would be 6 o'clock Eastern or 7.30, which is what the original time was. And I want to go to, you know, we're going to go to the phone lines, but I want to bring in Ben Dieter, who is the morning news anchor. Uh, He is also the host of Wake Up Memphis on our flagship station, KWAM. Ben, you've been out covering this. Uh, There was just a press conference, and I want you to bring our listeners up to speed on the new information we have. Well, there's a lot of information coming, and as you said, I want to echo everything that you just told your listeners, Todd. It is as though they want the city of Memphis, Tennessee to burn to the ground. In fact, Van Turner, he is the Memphis branch of the NAACP, and his words were in for a night that this city has never seen before. That's the NAACP. Yes. All right. On top of that, you have the attorney. Maybe they've heard of him a couple times because he's the guy that will typically show up for the George Floyd cases, the Breonna Taylor cases. Um, his name is Ben Crump, civil rights attorney Ben Crump. He just came out and said that Tyree Nichols will be the sacrifice. He is the sacrificial lamb to enact police reform in a system that is rooted in supremacy. So they're comparing him to Jesus Christ. That is coming from the civil rights attorney, Ben Crump. All right, and, that would, and that was at a press conference that was just held in Memphis, Tennessee within the past hour. Because we're all waiting for the release of this video. And from every leader, from the police chief here, C.J. Davis, all the way to our mayor, Jim Strickland, they're telling us this video is unlike anything they've ever seen. In fact, Police Chief C.J. Davis was on Good Morning America today speaking with George Stephanopoulos, and she says she's never quite seen anything like this in her entire life. Snuffleupagus, by the way. That's the correct pronunciation. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Uh, George. Uh, Folks, uh, you're going to hear this here first, uh, and this is just for our Mid-South listeners on KWAM. And I... Based on what the NAACP guy just announced, um, here's what I recommend you do. Because City Hall is not telling people to do anything. Uh, they There's not a state of emergency, no curfew. Uh, they're basically telling people, just go about and live your lives. If you are a business owner right now, you need to be heading down to Home Depot or the Germantown Hardware Store, Lowe's. You need to be getting some plywood. 
I would be covering up those plate glass windows of your stores. Um, and, and honestly, I would just call it a night. I would just go on home. Uh, if you're planning on eating out tonight, cancel those reservations and just stay home to be on the safe side, which is what your city leaders ought to be telling you, because you've got these people out there that are trying to stir crap up. Meanwhile, We've been trying to, again, encourage people and remind them that Memphis is a pretty peaceful darn town when it comes to the protest. But then you've got Van Turner from the NAACP out there saying, oh, burn, baby, burn. Exactly right. And it doesn't help when City Hall is giving the actual timestamp of when they're going to release this video on a Friday night as soon as the sun goes down here in the Bluff City. Ben, hang tight. I want to get to some of these calls here. I want to go to Bill in Memphis, Tennessee, listening to us on KWAM. Bill, what say you? Well, you know, one quick comment about the uh, Paul Pelosi, male prostitute. I've said that all along, but that's, that's it. I'm not going to get it. You think talk about that later. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Yesterday, it was uh, all we want is peaceful protest. If Tyree was here, he would want peaceful protest. And then this morning, I don't know what happened. I don't know if somebody paid somebody. But now all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. We're not letting it go that easy. And um, then when I heard him say on that press conference, you know, just imagine if these had been white cops, nothing would have happened. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Right. I mean, yeah, exactly. We would already. This is, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've already got the guys arrested they've basically already been convicted and now they're saying well but if it had been some somebody else they wouldn't have done this to them i mean they're pushing they're they probably took them a day to try to figure out another angle this is unbelievable it's really unbelievable i mean it's not necessarily unbelievable but you know i have a lot of friends and family in law enforcement and i talked to some yesterday and they said well they know there's home they've already seen bus they've heard about bus loads of protesters already bust in they're in hotels right now but more will be coming but they were like they really don't think they think because of everything they've done to nip, nip it in the bud so to speak that it's going to be weird if they do anything too crazy so it never really occurred to me that this morning they would come up with a, a some kind of angle to rev it all up again and they've done it that press conference basically did it i mean police already are responsible to stop something that's what some of these guys are charged with you know so, bill I mean, just think about new, this though bill just think about that there we want justice for tyree okay well they've arrested everybody involved and they're charged with some pretty they're going to be spending the rest of their lives in jail yeah. if they're convicted so what are we talking about justice here right absolutely uh i it's you know you're right i mean i thought you know originally i thought they were going to do something but then i thought well maybe i'm over exaggerating but you know and going across the country, I mean, they're just looking for excuses to create chaos. That's and it. As you Bill, well know, this yeah, this ahead. reeks of George Soros uh, causing exactly. chaos across go. America. That's what's about to happen. Hey, I, exactly. Bill, hang tight. I want to bring Ben into the conversation. And Bill's listening to us on our flagship station, KWAM, and we aired some of that press conference, and I know exactly what he's referring to because Ben Crump referred to the swift action by our officials here. He said if those would have been white cops, we would still be waiting for charges. So what they're calling this is the new blueprint of how we follow through with these officers and officer-involved deaths. So he's saying if these would have been white cops, these charges would not have been brought as swiftly as they were. 
it's all it all goes back to race and and that's a that's a troubling thing bill we appreciate you calling and you listen to kwam because uh, they're going to be providing uh, extended coverage of this and god forbid something happens later tonight uh, but uh, you keep that radio set on kwam let's go to jerry in iowa uh, listening to us on our rumble page watching us on rumble hey jerry uh, what's on your mind so brother todd i'm named after a Union Civil War veteran who who fought in the the Corinth area uh, in your neck of the woods uh, against slavery. But I will say you Southerners really had it right about states' rights, and I I stand by that today. Actually, we got our our family land here uh, in Iowa uh, as payment for for service. But right now, I would uh, be happy and honored to stand by you uh, down there again as friends um, uh, about the uh, possible potential of the great American city of Memphis getting burned, I'd like to refer us to Wisconsin's uh, area, Kyle Rittenhouse. Kenosha. An honorable young man. He, he believed what his elders told him about America. If you recall, in 2020, the left uh, said they, were, uh, they had the right to go ahead and burn Wisconsin business community. So the business community reached out and asked people to please, for the love of God, defend the business neighborhood. This young man believed his American heritage. He, he peacefully was very vindicated. and uh, But the left said they only had the right to roam the streets and, and burn Wisconsin. Well, it, uh, I think it'd just be nice if God-fearing people, uh, red states and Christians and conservatives and people of all walks of life, would not just take it, but you'd peacefully stand guard over your beloved Memphis and American property and um, I'm going to say, uh, Lord bless the memory of both Abraham Lincoln and Robert E. Lee, both American honorable people. I think we're on different sides of that. But like I said, the states' rights things, you guys really had that right. And, uh, you know, everyone pray for Memphis and everywhere tonight. So uh, thank you, Brother Tom. All right, Jerry, appreciate that call. And again, I don't think this is, and this is not about race. This is about not about Republican or Democrat. This is about some rogue cops who went out there and killed a man, beat him to death, allegedly. They've been arrested, charged with a crime, let the process work out. But Ben, it sounds to me like the purpose of that press conference just a little while ago was to literally give the okay. It was almost like, all right, folks, these are your marching orders. Go out and riot. It was a different tone than we've seen before. I was down at City Hall on Monday. We heard from the family and the attorneys just a couple days ago, and it was a very different tone. Why amp up the rhetoric ahead of this video that is expected to be dropped on our city today? It's almost as if this is a part of uh, of a master plan uh, to wreak havoc and violence across the nation tonight. It's not like our city's doing well in that department already. That's true. You know. I mean, uh, when you look at the numbers of murders and shootings Stop. and whatnot. All right. Ben Dieter uh, on the on the case, and uh, we understand you're going to be out there tonight, you know, roaming the streets of, as part of the the local live coverage. Did you provide me body armor yet, Todd? We're working on it. We got a baseball bat and my University of Tennessee uh, volunteers putter downstairs. You know, Todd was telling me a couple minutes ago, because I'm going to be honest, I'm a cub reporter. 
This is my first job out of college, Todd. And you said, this is what it's like out there in the field. I'm exhausted. I don't know how Todd's doing it. It's around the clock. Um, (laughs) We just got this from our good buddy, Paul Shanklin. The mayor and the city council have to be held responsible. I think, you know, I think there's something to that, that there is a leadership vacuum in the city right now. And the fact that they're not out there either telling people, um, to be careful and be cautious or go about your life. I mean, they're saying nothing. So the people of Memphis really don't know what to do, which is why, again, if you're going to have people out there pouring gasoline on the fire, I feel very comfortable saying, if you own a business in Memphis, Tennessee, you better take whatever actions are necessary to to protect your your property and that's putting up the plywood maybe you need maybe you need to spend the night in your business to make sure it's not looted uh, but uh, this is really irresponsible of the NAACP it's irresponsible of Ben Crump and it's irresponsible of city government for for them not to get out ahead of all of this so i don't care where you are tonight you be careful out there it could be dangerous. We're going to be taking your calls, 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. So is it true that you ran into uh, Don Lemon yesterday, Ben Dieter? Can't confirm. It was a first for me. All right. Was he on Beale Street? Was he at one of the bars? Todd, I would never in a million years walk on to Beale Street and into a bar with Don Lemon. Yeah, that's not a good idea, actually. So that, uh, allegedly... I'm that just, is I'll word, just leave that That is there. word on the street. Well, anyway, uh, they're all here, uh, folks, in Memphis, all of them, and more are on the way as we're waiting for whatever happens. Um, in the meantime, I understand we've got some news coming out of Washington. Uh, ben, what you got for us? Sure. It's made its way all the way to our nation's capital. Attorney General Merrick Garland at a DOJ press conference held just a little bit ago expressed his concern with people when they see this video. In a statement, he said, or in a quote, he's he's urging people to be peaceful and nonviolent. He goes on to say that's what the family has urged, and of course, that is what the Justice Department is urging as well. I understand FBI Director Christopher Ray also saying he's seen the video, and in his words, he was appalled, and then also this coming in, they're working with field officer offices across the country in Memphis, in the state, but also U.S. Capitol Police have beefed up security on the Hill. They're adding back rack-style security fencing and erecting that overnight to protect the Capitol. All right, that's Ben Dieter, who is a news anchor at our flagship radio station, KWAM in uh, Memphis. What a mess. Let's go to John in Gainesville, Georgia. John, what's on your mind today? What's up there, Mr. Todd? Doing good, sir. What about you? What's on your mind? Oh, man. I'll tell you what. If I lived in Memphis, which I don't, I live in Gainesville, if I was one of the owners of any of the businesses that were there, and if I still wouldn't put my wood up on the windows and stuff, if I heard any kind of commotion that was going on out there and they come through the wood, they're going to come through the wood. The wood's not going to stop them. I'd be sitting in there with my shotgun, taking care of my problem that they have. 
Well, I have look, I have no doubt, John, that you're going to have business owners that are going to be spending the nights in their stores tonight. They'll be camped out and they'll be, you know, the law-abiding gun owners are going to protect their businesses. Uh, we have to hope and pray there's no looting. Uh, but And you're right. I mean, the plywood will not stop people, but it will certainly prevent, hopefully, windows from being broken into. And they'll make it very hard uh, for for the thugs uh, to get in and, and try and steal. But right now, and John, up until this press conference a few moments ago, I was of the opinion that it was going to be a peaceful night in Memphis, and I, I'd like to still think it would be. But, man, there are people out there in leadership positions that that are working overtime to make sure that is not the case. I got a problem with that. John, appreciate that call. Let's go to Louise in Georgia. Hi, Louise. What's on your mind? Hey, Todd. Same thing as everybody else. I'm that crazy woman that called you the other day about jumping on those thugs on the subway like a hen on a June bug. Remember me? I I remember you, Louise. Yes, that's a great line. (laughs) Well, I feel the same same way about this but i wouldn't board up a thing if these idiots were coming to my town and it's going to be antifa and black lives matter which are both so corrupt it's unreal the democrats are paying them to show up and start crap but i would be standing in front of my business with shotguns and anything i had and all my friends with me and i would protect my business but i'd be the one going to jail if i shot anybody it wouldn't be them you know, it's interesting, Louise. Louise, you may remember the Rodney King riots in South Central LA back in the 1990s, and there oh, were yeah. there were a lot of business owners in the Asian community. This was in Koreatown, and they literally had um, they had uh, benches set up where they would um, they would actually just park themselves right in front of their stores with their shotguns. And something very interesting happened, Louise, as we go to break. Those businesses were not looted. Those businesses were not robbed during the riots. So there's something to that. But folks, again, be safe tonight. Engage in your constitutional rights. We're opening up the phone lines. It is Open Line Friday, 844-747-8868. We'll be right back, America. Ben, thank you. Someone sent me a text message. Starts. Are you guys safe? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. Our our bunker is heavily fortified, so we we have nothing to worry about. Uh, but good to have you back with us. On it's just a weird Friday, and uh, we're we're excited that you guys are are hanging out with us today, and we greatly appreciate all of the the support that you give our our national show, and uh, we certainly uh, want to. I give a special shout out to our our friends in Memphis listening to us on KWAM. Uh, they are, have been working around the clock and a great team of folks there uh, getting news and information to you, uh, which is very important. By the way, that's why talk radio is so important. You know, a lot of people say, oh, radio, everybody going to podcast. No, that's not true. As a matter of fact, there are some new surveys out showing Many Generation Zers are actually growing tired of the podcast, and they're returning back to the radio. And and why is that? Well, first of all, radio is free. You can turn it on, and you don't have to pay any money. You can listen to music. You can listen to talk shows like this one. 
You you can also call into this show. You can't call into a podcast, but you can have a conversation, and that's why we like to do Open Line Fridays on this radio program. 844-747-8868. Let's go to New Orleans. Miss Janice on the line. Miss Janice, I thought about you yesterday, and I have to tell you why. Uh, there, you know, Mardi Gras right around the corner, and uh, the, one of the local TV stations in Memphis was doing a piece on where to find the best king cake in Memphis. And my answer to that is New Orleans. Well, let me tell you something about New Orleans, Todd. I don't recommend anybody come here right now. I really? Mean, no. Now, maybe if you were at Jazz Fest, you know, going to Jazz Fest, because you'd be in the fairgrounds there, you know. But no, I don't recommend anybody come to Mardi Gras. Yes, really. A person was just shot today downtown. They're shooting people on the I-10. They're shooting people in the French Quarter. They're shooting people and carjacking all over this town while our stupid mayor wants to make it sound like, oh, crime is going down. No, LaToya the Destroyer, it's not. Oh, LaToya the Destroyer? Is that what you call the mayor down there? That's what many it. people call the mayor. I did not make it up. I like that. I like Latoya that. LaToya the Destroyer, yes. Absolutely. I knew somebody that, uh, and I never heard this before because this was just made up by somebody I knew, called her LaToilet. <laughs> I, La toilet. <laughs> I love it. No, but I didn't, real, I didn't realize crime was that off the charts there in the Big Easy. I had no it's idea. Pretty, it's pretty bad. We're getting mentioned on Fox News. We're getting mentioned on Newsmax. We're getting mentioned on many things. In fact, she was on TV just the other day on uh, Fox, uh, uh, Fox News. Uh, no, 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 no. It wasn't Fox News Sunday. It was Face the Nation on, on CBS. She was on the other day. And according to her, you know, well, the crime is not. Look, she's got big fish to fry. She's misappropriating tax dollars. We have uh, broken streets, the streets, leaks and potholes and uh, street lights out and just all kinds of things going on here. Well, based on that, I will just consider uh, getting my king cake here locally. I uh, don't want to do. risk it. Don't want to do. risk it. All right. Yes. Uh, I wanted to say something here real quick. There was a teacher. Uh, I don't know what state she's in. I sent it to you in an email, in your email. There, I sent it. Uh, this is disgraceful. She had a doll, and um, she's in kindergarten. She's holding this doll, telling the kids the doll is non-binary. Today, I want to introduce you to a new friend in our class. She told students as they looked at the doll, uh, this is my friend, Nash. It's there. Now, emphasis on the word there, first day in our class, she said, uh, abiding by the doll's pronouns, uh, Nash, just like me, is non-binary. So they aren't sure if you're a boy or a girl. So when people ask them, are you a boy or a girl, they just, um, you know, they just feel like, um, you know, they aren't sure if they're a boy or a girl. And, uh, you know, they just say, I'm a kid. Uh, they are figuring it out, she said. So they're uh, using a non-binary doll to confuse the children, basically. children, yes. She says, oh. not everyone is a boy or a girl, she also told the students. Now, we're talking about, like, maybe four-year-olds here, five-year-olds. And this is what she's telling the children in the class. 
It's outrageous, Miss Janice, and we're gonna we'll tackle that story next week, and we'll do a deep dive because this is happening in schools all over America. It's disgraceful. It is it disgraceful. Is. And the parents need to start homeschooling their children. Yep. And there was a time I thought that was stupid, but not anymore. Oh no, no! When I found out what they were teaching children in schools. Uh, CRT and all this horrible stuff. I said, oh, now I understand why people want to teach their children at home. That's it. And uh, right. they have to do it. So, okay, Todd, listen, I didn't know about this guy and, and the police and everything here. I really didn't know. So uh, I'm going to keep up on this. I mean, look, I don't care about colors or anything like that. If the police were wrong, then they're wrong. They need to suffer the consequences. That's just it. Like I would. That's they need, it. If they killed him, outrightly killed him, I don't know about all of them, but at least the killer, the actual person that, you know, like the other guy hit his foot on George Floyd's neck, whoever actually did the the thing, I would definitely give him the death penalty. And then the co-conspirators, the ones that stood by and didn't do anything. to. Well, they're all facing the same charges, Miss Janice. Uh, Everybody's everybody's being charged with murder, kidnapping, the whole nine yards. So it's going to be we'll see what happens. Justice should be served. Maybe they all get death penalty in mind. Miss Janice, we got a skedaddle. We're we're running late here, but I appreciate the telephone call. You know what this reminds me of? Uh, remember Rahm Emanuel, the Godfather, uh, back in the Obama administration. Never let a crisis go to waste. That's what I that's what I smell here, folks. That you're you're finding a lot of these radical activists, and keep in mind that Antifa is actually the muscle for the Democrat Party. So they're they're using Antifa to cause chaos in all of these in all of these major cities. That's what's going on here. All right, we got to take a break. It is open line Friday here on the Todd Stearns radio program 844-747-8868. Are you concerned about violence in your town tonight once this video is released? You people in Memphis, what are you doing to get ready, if anything? Are you concerned about about violence? And also this crazy story about Andy Stanley, the pastor from North Point Church, who says that Christians need to, or rather gay people, have more faith than straight people when it comes to, to Christianity. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, folks, we've been telling you about our good friends at Newsmax, and man, are they under attack. And the reason why is because they have become incredibly popular. And that's why we want to encourage you to contact DirecTV and AT&T and tell them to put Newsmax back on their channel, their platform. Meanwhile, I've got to tell you about a new poll that um, Newsmax has, that race between Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis. Newsmax wants to know what you think. Do you believe President Trump should continue his run for the White House or is DeSantis your guy? You can vote right now in the Newsmax poll. Text the word SKIP to 39747. That's SKIP to 39747 to let your voice be heard. Text SKIP to 39747. Good to have you with us today. And again, just a reminder, uh, especially for our folks in Memphis, Tennessee, my hometown, I know City Hall is not giving you any guidance at all, so we're going to do it on on their behalf. Um, And we really don't speak for City Hall. 
But it would be wise for you tonight, um, if you've got reservations, going to the movies, going to the theater, just pack it in for the night. Uh, just You know what? Just, it's just not worth it. You don't want to be caught up in, in whatever could happen out there. And they're making it sound like we're facing the apocalypse. So just based on what they're telling us, my recommendation would be stay home. And if you got a business, do whatever you need to do to protect your business. That's that's my recommendation. 844-747-8868. Let's go to Gail in North Carolina. Hi, Todd. Hi, Gail. What's on your mind? Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, I have a couple of points to make that kind of came to mind. First of all, uh, with the Nancy Pelosi, um, the Paul Pelosi body cam video that was supposed to be out two days ago, strange that it didn't come out till today. Um, and it was released by a judge. So I don't know what happened with that. And it just seems to be ironic that it's coming out the same day as the cam footage on this um, gentleman that was murdered by the police officers, allegedly. And the fact that um, it seems, um, it just seems kind of strange that that would, something's overshadowing Pelosi's um, uh, body cam, um, you know, um, video, and then maybe this is it. That is kind of weird. Is Gail, that's a good point you raise. I mean, is it just a coincidence? I don't know. It just seems to be. And another thing that I wanted to get, if I can quickly say, you know, on January 6th, when they said there was an insurrection by President Trump, and he asked for the National Guard to be called in. Why isn't the National Guard in Tennessee being called in to prevent violence well gail i can answer that question for you uh it's our understanding the state guard is here and they're being fed we understand that a couple of the churches in the area have these disaster relief teams and they're actually feeding the troops so our understanding is that we the state guard is here and uh, they're ready to go. Uh, we also understand that there are other state resources that they've moved in, extra law enforcement, state troopers, and whatnot. But again, okay. the, pro- the problem with Memphis, Gale, it is so spread out. It it's really yeah. is. So I, I'm not sure. They could, they could target the suburbs, and then, you know, 15 miles yeah. away, you're in downtown Memphis. So It could be worse than George Floyd. It actually could. Could be okay. the, the the way that the yeah. way they're building this up, Gail. I mean, that's the thing. Normally, you know, you're like, all right, let's just wait and see. But man, it's like this is this has to be horrific based on what we're hearing, even from you know the White House and and the uh, the FBI and the Justice Department. And the fact of the matter is that they're being charged. The cops were fired. They're being charged. What else do they want? They just want to cause chaos. They want to cause violence. They want to take out businesses. And they're doing it just for the attention of it, not for any retribution because these men are being charged. And they should be the families. It would be behooving on them to come out and say they're taking care of it. You know what? Why would we want any more violence? No, we don't want any more violence. Most people that are sane would probably say that. But these people are just beyond 
you can't even comprehend what their um, what their thoughts are. I can't even get to that point. But I'm really odd about the timing of the release of both. I haven't seen the other one yet. <laughs> it is a little weird. And, uh, Gail, I appreciate yeah. your call. I, I want to share this with you, give you some insight on what's happening here. Memphis is about, yeah. they're down about, and thanks for the call, Gail. Uh, Memphis is down about 500 police officers from their full complement. So they're, they're really struggling with finding people that want to actually work in the Memphis Police Department. You know, the other part of this is about a year or so ago, it may have been a little bit longer, they actually lowered the standards for for what it you know to, for how to become a a Memphis police officer, so the so what's happening is people these cops are going out to the suburbs where they're making a whole lot more money and it's a lot less dangerous, but they literally lowered the standards. Uh, one of the most controversial, and I want I want you to hear this, folks, because this is mind blowing. But one of the most controversial changes I'm reading this from Fox13.com. One of the most controversial changes may be the way Memphis Police Department is looking at a candidate's police record. Yes, a criminal record. It turns out that you can have a criminal record and still become a police officer in Memphis, Tennessee. (laughs) You can't make this stuff up. You, You can't make it up. So... So now you have to worry, and this is this is why it's not a, a black or a white issue. This is an everybody issue, because you can have just a bad cop out there, someone who is not qualified to do the job, pull you over, and you could end up getting beat to death. I'm not saying that's what happened here, because we don't know. We don't know what happened, except that we've got a, a dead guy, 29 years old, and it's just it's just not right. And now you've got a situation where the entire nation could become a powder keg. But going back to something Gail said here, folks, going back to something Gail said, and this is very important, she felt like there was something else going on. And I don't think she's wrong here. You heard it from Ben Crump, the attorney representing the family of Tyree Nichols, just about an hour ago at that explosive press conference where they basically said, you folks go out there and cause mayhem. Ben Crump said this is the blueprint for change. So they're going to use this to go after every police department, every law enforcement officer in the nation. That's what they're going to do. And and if you hear nothing else today, I I want you to hear this. 99.9% of the police officers in America are good and decent, hardworking people. They put on that uniform every single day. They hug their their kids, and they kiss their their spouse, and they go right out that door. And the only thing on their minds is coming home safely at the end of the shift. And those people are the ones that are getting, uh, really, they're victims, too, in all of this. It's not not the fault of the police officers that the Memphis Police Department is, is hiring people that are of a lower standard or not qualified. That's not on them. And that tells me this is all a leadership issue. And quite frankly, there need to be changes made in leadership at City Hall and also the Memphis Police Department. I don't know what those changes are, but they need to happen. And now the entire nation is involved in our mess. And that's pretty, that's pretty pathetic. 
All right, we're going to have this story in this video up on our website about Andy Stanley, the um, megachurch preacher, who says all you uh, straight people and straight Christians need to become more gay, and gay people have more faith. That is causing a big controversy within the uh, the church circles. And I have to imagine that uh, even the folks over on the Catholic side, uh, they're raising their eyebrows over that. But uh, you know what? These days, who knows? Also, we've got a great story up about Jack Phillips, the inside scoop on what happened there. Uh, Mr. Phillips under attack again because of his religious beliefs. Uh, folks, uh, ToddSterns.com. Great information there, including our upcoming trip to Israel. We would love for you to join us and check that out. Uh, you can get more information at ToddSterns.com, the banner at the very top of the page. Also, you can download our free newsletter and podcast. Uh, that's a way for you to stay informed on breaking news coverage all over America. I want to thank our great team here, Kyle and Josh, Grace Baker, handling all of the details behind the scenes. So you folks get out there. You be safe. We need to be praying for America. And whatever you do, folks, be sure to go to church this weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.